Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are here to raise vibrations and connect to our higher self and that greater essence of us. And my guest today is even going to share her Andromedan starseedness and how we can all channel greater information. The wisdom that we have is within us. And we're going to talk all about that today. Let's welcome Allison Holly to Quantum Conversations. Hello, Allison. Hi, Lauren. Hi, everybody who is joining live and everyone who will hear this after the fact. I'm super happy to be here with you. Yes, we are excited about this topic. And I think one of the most important um, or intriguing questions that people have is how to connect with ETs and interplanetary mm-hmm. beings. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit and a few other things today. Let's first talk about your Andromedan starseed knowingness. Mm. Can you share how this came into your field and your awareness and what that was like? Oh, you know, every time. So earlier today, just as an aside, I was on a hike and I did this really beautiful long hike and I ended up veering off the main trail onto this little trail. And I looked up and there was these deer leaping and one of them stopped and looked me in the eyes. And every time I create this moment of eye contact with a deer, it reminds me of the way that it feels to connect with the Andromedan um, council, with my family, with that starseed lineage, with my true essence. And so I'll just kind of start by saying that's how it feels to me, that that love, that presence, that um, their eyes almost feel like a portal to me. And it's so beautiful. So the way that I discovered that I am an Andromedan starseed and um, what that means for people who don't have a lot of context, context with that, or even if you do, um, I was told that my soul was seated within the Andromedan galaxy. So there's always more for me to discover within that. But I discovered this very early on. I went through the beginning of my awakening in 2012, when a lot of people, there was that big push and a lot of us went through this massive wake up period. And mine was not subtle. It was not an, uh, maybe I'm awakening. (laughs) It was, you feel like you're on drugs for 24 hours a day for a couple months and there's my awakening. And during this time, I started spontaneously channeling um, and I would sit and I would feel the, the pressure of the, it almost felt like a river moving through me and all of this information and visions would come through simultaneously. It was really powerful. And Once that, you know, we can dive back into that story in a moment, but once that kind of slowed down and it wasn't happening spontaneously, I needed to practice. And so I would practice going into a channeled space and asking questions. 
And one of the questions that the very first question, actually, that I ever consciously asked during channeling is where am I from? Because I had known, I knew as soon as I heard about reincarnation, I knew that I was brand new, even before that, even, even before all of this awakening stuff happened, there was something in me that knew I'm brand new here. And I don't know what the is going on, (laughs) right? There was something in me that knew that I was both a brand new baby here and that I was ancient and eternal. It was just a knowing. And so when I started this conscious channeling, the very first question that I asked was, where am I from? And I was so in with this question. And I just, I would sit and I would just listen. And I remember the moment when I really, I remember where I was sitting. I was on the floor with the couch at my back. And I said, where am I from? And I heard Andromeda. And I, you know, uh, not to sound naive, but I honestly didn't know if this was a, something from a storybook or an actual planetary something or other. Um, I just didn't have that wisdom at that time. And so I looked it up. I looked up online and I saw Andromeda's a galaxy. It's an entire system. And so I remember though, in that moment of channeling, I, I trusted it. I said, okay, let's just go with this. And I said, what do the beings there look like? And I received the image of very tall, um, around what we would consider about eight feet tall, um, blue with, you know, sort of the, the diamond, the long diamond shaped head and big eyes and so much love. It was then that I really saw that, you know, when I look at a deer, it's the same. It was just overwhelming love. And I saw a lot of other features. And at the time, this was pretty new. Um, at least it wasn't on Google at the time, right? So I, after I got through this channeling, I thought, wow, that was really profound. And I looked on Google and I did find out that Andromeda and star seeds were a thing and that Andromeda was an actual, you know, physical place that we know of. And I also saw the depiction of the beings that people were seeing from there was not, it didn't match what I had seen. And so that was a really good moment for me to know, to really trust myself because I didn't start seeing the images that I had seen during this visionary moment online until probably three years after I had this moment of channeling. So I've discovered a lot more since then about myself and my soul journey, but um, that was the beginning and, and that's really what's dear to my heart. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I find it absolutely fascinating that that word was so crystal clear in your consciousness. I mean, you heard it and you didn't know what it was, but yet you went to go find out about it. And that was the validation right there. And this is important. Um, Did that help you then trust in the messages that you get that 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 validation does something to fortify everything about your connection and the information that you're getting it does one of the you know because i teach channeling and um 
you know, I'll just, I'll take a moment to, to, to kind of say where I am in this present moment is I'm on a very, um, I'm in the midst of some really intense change. So I feel quite emotional and I might cry, uh, uh, on questions that seem not emotional, um, not emotionally evoking. So I'm just letting everyone know <laughs> I'm navigating some intense things right now. Um, and just tuning into this energy of Andromeda and all these questions, they're really connecting me to this essence of myself that feels so good and it makes me want to cry. So um, all of that being said, I teach channeling. And now as I'm teaching it, it has been, you know, over the past 10 years, the hallmark of my purpose, my journey, and then also as a result of that, what I teach is we have to trust ourselves in these quantum realms and, and even beyond the things that we can't, we can't conceive of it, right? We've got this mental matrix that we are operating within as a human. And in order to go beyond what we know, there's a lot of trust. And a lot of people think, you know, what is trust? Like we try and trust in something physical, it's ephemeral, right? It's fleeting. We try and trust in ourselves and we think, oh, but I betray myself all the time. These are normal human things, but we can trust in something so much larger. We can trust in this present moment. We can trust in the core and we do find that core. It's sort of that core that runs through all things and all beings and it's in me too. And that's what we trust in. So I'm not trusting in, um, oh, just any thought that passes through my mind. I'm trusting in a frequency that I can experience. And when I experience that frequency, I just keep going. I, and I, I try not to question it as much as possible. Instead, I question, I ask more questions. I navigate more. I get more into, you know, I don't question, oh, is this right? Because that shuts me down. I say, hmm, what else is possible? What's el what else is out there? What have I not discovered? And how can I comfort myself through the not knowing? Yes. Okay. Beautiful. This is um, so important because you're talking about not trusting in our thoughts, but more of a feeling, the frequency. And yeah. that is the key essential thing. And you know, um, it's, it's very interesting. I wanna go back to your awakening in 2012. And I am just so elated because, you know, we were part of the folks who were waiting for something to happen big on 2012. And I was in Peru and came home and cried because I thought that the world was going to shift or, or there'd be some really tangible change. But here we are 10 years later and we're still going towards it. Everyone is shifting. And what I realized after that 12, 21 of 2012, that the shift did happen. There is things happening, but it's one heart at a time. And here you are, uh, a beautiful, product of that shift and there's so many that are right there with us and so right now there's even more people waking up and so i guess the word waking up i can hear people in our audience what does that mean exactly so like for you 
um, you said it was kind of, um, you, you felt like on drugs for a while. What was it about that awakening that just took you out of your ordinary? Sometimes I like to give that pause as an example of what it is. <laughs> that pause. My beautiful friend Monique, she did a TED talk on the power of the pause. And that pause, that moment, it has some discomfort to it, right? Am I going to talk? Is it going to be uncomfortable for a minute? There's also so much energy and so much power. That's actually the only place where our power is, is in that moment, that present moment. And in my awakening, I was hit with the present moment. And when I say hit with the present moment, it literally felt like, and I've actually heard um, other people say that this is the, the feeling that it evokes. It felt like there was a gong somehow inside my head and it was just being hit. And vibrationally, my whole sense of <laughs> any, any stability, my everything vibrationally was just going bong, bong, continuously. So that's one way of describing it. To kind of um, talk about from a human perspective, what was happening in my life. Um, I was... Yeah, I'll just tell the story. I had lost my voice. I, I owned a fitness studio and I was teaching all these classes and I lost my voice for six months. And this had happened before in my life. So I'm teaching these classes and for six months, I did not have a full voice. I either had a partial, you know, it went from anything from a whisper to a croaking kind of that like sultry voice, but I never had my full voice for six months. And then I was teaching a class and I threw my neck out and I couldn't move my head. So I'm in the middle of a class, no voice. I threw my neck out and I was like, something needs to shift here. And I didn't even have the, the awareness of you know, what that was. So I went to a holistic practitioner and I said, you know, I threw my neck out. I had a glimmer that there was something metaphysical about this, but I didn't have the language. I didn't have the understanding. And she said, you know, I'm noticing, <laughs> fill out this chart. I'm noticing all of the issues that you're describing are right here in this throat chakra. You might not be speaking your truth. And I was like, Ooh, and I was crying that hit home. So I went home and I ended my relationship. I thought that was me speaking my truth. Well, that was part of it. And as a result of me ending my relationship, this is, this is the perspective that I have now looking back on it as a result of ending my relationship, my brain sort of broke, right? Because here's the path that I'm on. Here's me going through the loop again and again, every day and something kicked that out of the way. It was like, Oh, the normal is no longer normal. And a lot of people's awakenings are catalyzed by something like that, a breakup, something traumatic, something out of the ordinary happens. It could even be so, something that we call positive, right? But it's something out of the ordinary. And we're like, ah, right. And our mental matrix breaks. 
that tightness of our mind saying, this is real, this is real, this is real, it breaks. In that moment where it breaks, information floods in because it's always there. It's just, we're holding this net that's keeping it out. So when our mind breaks, all that is floods in and it's terrifying. And it's also elating because the all that is that floods in is who we are. And so in that moment, all that I am came in and I felt like I was tripping all the time and I was having spontaneous visioning, vision, visions, and I was channeling and all of these things were happening. But there was this part in me, this very strong part in me that felt like this is more normal than who I was before. It felt more true than anything I'd experienced up to that point. And I felt like finally things make sense. All of these feelings, these almost like I was walking around with a blindfold in the dark and going, I know this is here. And suddenly the lights flipped on and yes, all the cockroaches are running around, but I was like, okay, now I get it. Now I'm here. So that was my awakening. (laughs) All right. Thank you for sharing that. It puts Mm -hmm. it into perspective for all of us. And Mm -hmm. it seems like there are layers to awakenings. It seems like we're never quite done with it, are we? We're never quite done with it. And you had mentioned that you're going through some intense times, navigating intense times. And I was sharing with you that, that this month, especially this week, oh my goodness, it feels like everything, it could just be like sand through our fingers at times. Very interesting. And when you spoke about this mental matrix, it seems like we are continuing to break that down. Um, do you want to share on on this shift? Because this week is, is interesting, but this month is interesting. Last month is interesting. At the beginning of this year, we came in on January 1st, and I felt like the only thing holding the old world together was our memory of it just a memory of it like it was like wow everything's different i could feel everything different so it seems like you know we could be 10 years outside of 2012 but this is a powerful time right now and reports from our audience is that yeah it's kind of intense Mm -hmm. so do you want to share on this and maybe what you do as you navigate this i mean it's a call to go into our higher faculties even more and to connect even deeper. Mm, Absolutely. And I love that. And I, to really fully hear you, I like to close my eyes and feel it. So I pause a lot. (laughs) I like to let what you say resonate. I feel that. I feel that. And what I've noticed as I'm in this spin Um, I'm going to be really, really, really authentic and real right now. I was not sure if I would be alive. Um, I felt that until I really understood what was going on with me, it was so scary that I didn't know if I would be able to keep living. Um, so I'll leave it at that, but it, it was intense. And I want to share that authentically because it's easy to get on here and be like, look, I'm so bright. Look, I'm doing it. I've got this. I've been channeling for 10 years. You guys, it's not 
a smooth ride. Mm -hmm. Life is a playground, but sometimes we get a little caught up in that house of mirrors. The house of mirrors is not a fun place. So what I'll describe is the house of mirrors right now. The house of mirrors is the astral plane that we are breaking through. That is the mental matrix. The house of mirrors is where everything is projected. Everything from the mental sphere gets projected outward and it can be really fun when we're in a good place and we're manifesting that. And when we're in a place where we're not deeply rooted and grounded in the heart, it can be frightening. It can be very frightening. So I was in that house of mirrors a couple days ago. Um, I'm going through another life transition. It kicked up some of this stuff and I was able to sit down and channel. It's been difficult for me to channel when I'm in such a place of high emotions. So I sat down with a friend. I said, you know, sit with me while I channel. Thank you. This is so helpful. And with her energy being present, I was able to channel and my guide said, Hey, Allison, do you remember that you asked for your mind to be rewired? I literally asked for that a week ago. Oops. <laughs> and I got it. I started getting it and it started feeling like nothing is real. And I was going in this spin it started changing my relationships because I was breaking down mental paradigms without really realizing it. And they said, trust us. You're going to be okay. Your mind is rewiring. You asked for it. Go into the heart, be rest. Don't do anything that's triggering. So that's going to be what I'm going to offer to all of you. If you're listening, don't do anything that's triggering, turn off anything that's triggering. Turn off anything that catches the mind and spins us out. Anything like that, it's totally okay to let it go right now. It's totally okay. Nobody tells us that when we're going through a wormhole, it's all mirrors. It's just crazy, crazy show, right? We're going through this wormhole. And if we close our eyes and we just ride through it in our heart, we'll be able to get there, right? in the quantum, everything is now, but in the human experience to make these transitions, especially if they're fast, especially if they're quantum, we do go through a wormhole. We are present through the whole thing. And man, traveling that fast in a human experience can be real, real scary. So don't look, you know, it's sort of like a lot of times I like to think of, um, you know, there's this Indiana Jones movie where the character like opens the, the tomb. I can't remember what it is. And all these things fly out and they're like, don't open your eyes. Don't open your eyes. It's kind of like that scene right now. Lots is being transformed. Things are flying out of everywhere. They're just illusions. They're just apparitions, right? They're reflections of things that we've believed before. They're ghosts. They're all those things. If we can close our eyes and tune into the sacred heart, the truth of who we are, we can navigate it much easier. But when we're in our mind, oh, it's scary. It's scary. These paradigms breaking down. It's, it's not for uh, all of us are masters here. It's not for weak, you know, beings were masters. That's why we signed up. We were like, Hey, I got this like end of time stuff. Let's sign up for that. Right. And, Wow, we we uh being in it, right? It's sort of like looking at that roller coaster versus buying the ticket, jumping on and being upside down for a minute and thinking, ah. <laughs> so 
I hope that anchors into not a place of fear, but a place of you guys, we got this. We got this. Just go into that heart. The heart matrix is really wonderful. Okay. Thank you for this. And um, it does help explain or um, yes, reveal more of even my own journey. You know, it's not so easy. It may look like everything's all good, but we still are human and we go through experiences with the mental construct Mm. and the mental construct. I heard earlier that if we are not in charge of our mental construct or if we let it run rampant, it's going to be, it's going to get hectic. Yeah. And so I won't go into that, but I want to go more into the anchoring in the heart and the breakdown of the mental because we've heard lose your mind and the rest will follow there's that song Mm -hmm. lose your mind yes (laughs) that's what we literally are here to do to get us into the heart and i remember being coming into this incarnation raising my hands super high with smiles and joy saying you mean all we have to do is be in our heart yes (laughs) let's go choose me i'm going but it is a roller coaster ride. It is a roller coaster ride. And one thing I want to say about it is as long as we are able to stay in the heart and get the messages while we're in the heart, for me personally, I find it very comforting. Although what my heart is saying can go so against the beliefs, it can go so against societal beliefs the norm the shoulds society vows that we took that tell us we should be this way we should show up this way and so as we navigate through things in our life and we find ourselves in our head my head can shred certain things apart but when i'm in my heart my heart's always right there saying no it's okay it really is okay And this is what we're all learning how to do is to really fully respect that information from the heart, which the heart is quantum. It's where we go quantum. It's where we connect with our guides, right? It's where we get the information. We get into the quantum field through the heart and the Mm -hmm. coherence between the heart and the mind is something else that we work and balance, but isn't it intense? So it'd be really interesting to hear from other folks in the chat line here. It would be really good to hear what other people have been going through, if this resonates at all with you, if you guys have been feeling the same thing as well, because I've used that term roller coaster ride pretty much five months out of the year so far. (laughs) We signed up for like the one that does the seven loops and we're barely strapped in, right? upside down at times yes it's it's incredible all right well don't do anything that triggers and go into the hearts and just remember that we're breaking down these mental paradigms really wonderful okay thank you for sharing that it really is helpful and um it's a guidepost for all of us so let's talk more about some of the things that we showed up today to talk about um when we get through you know, when we're anchored in our heart fully, then we can realize that life really is a playground. And it's these vibrations of the heart that actually lighten us up and make us feel better. And you call this your true creator 
So let's talk about these dramatic paradigms and what it means to be a true creator. Mm. You hit the little almost crying button again. Because that's your truth. That's, would you say that it's not tears of like, it's tears of you're going to cry because you feel the beauty in what's coming through. Yes. It's, Mm -hmm. it's the, ah, it's that, it's the, ah, there I am. There I am. You know, when you hold your breath and then you breathe again and you're like, oh, feels so good. Feels so good. You know, I mean, another thing that I teach is ecstatic sexuality and the ecstatic body. So I really go into that place of, oh, my body, it feels so good. Feels so good to be home here. Feels so good. The body is another incredible anchoring place. Incredible. I'm so grateful that even as a starseed, I've learned the body because <laughs> a lot of starseeds, in fact, I was very disconnected from my body for. Uh, I remember the moment when my aura touched the ground, I actually felt it in my twenties. So I was very out here. So diving back into being a true creator, a true creator is one who is living in the present moment, right? So being a true, being a creator is what we are all the time. And we, when we can tap into that authenticity of the true creator that means that we're not relooping paradigms, right? So yes, we're always creating, but sometimes we're creating unconsciously and we're creating these loops that our mind already has, right? It's that mental matrix again and again and again. We are born, we are taught, you know, we've got these programs, they're inside of us, they're externalized from us. We've got all these programs and we're like, okay, okay. So that's how we do it here. Okay. All right. I guess, I mean, it kind of feels really wrong, but I don't have the words to describe that because I'm two. So here we go with this program that we're being taught. When we can become more and more conscious, we start to tap into the now moment, the quantum moment. We start to tap into that deep, presence that is quantum where all moments are now and in that deep presence that's where we create that's where we create from that truth when i'm flowing when i'm channeling the the truth of who i am through my heart that's being a true creator right and of course truth all these words are kind of sticky because well because everything is <laughs> so let's just say that when i am deeply present and allowing that presence to run through me, to channel through me, that is being a true creator. And in those moments, I create very differently than I do from the mind, right? Because from the mind, I'm saying this equals this, and I have to do this so that other people understand me. And I've got to be this person in this way. And this is how it needs to go. And there aren't possibilities from within that. There's no possibilities. There's just the way that things have already been. So in this new, to create something new, we have to go in the heart or we're just going to be relooping old paradigms, right? These echoes, these echoes that feel very, very real because we've been doing them for so long and they're affirmed by other people who are also doing them. And we can
and be in that, be in that moment, be in this moment. And that's the truth, right? That's the truth. That's the only place I can actually love you and love myself, you know? So being a true creator is that presence. Yes, we can feel it. And it's slowing down enough to get there and definitely anchoring in the heart and being very present. Mm. Thank you. This is a show where we want you to teach us more about channeling as well and maybe the vibrations or the frequency that you feel and how you would begin to sense into that or speak it. Um, I know some have probably already begun to channel a little bit. And if my own experience is like others, when I got there at one point, I immediately, my, I found my mind immediately twisting around the message that I got. I yeah. heard, we are the Blu-ray collective. And I said, the blue winged collective. <laughs> and it was like, we are the Blu-ray collective. And then I got so excited that I kind of shut everything down. So there's something there about the mind and how we really open up to letting the information flow. Can you talk about this? Because not only can we channel our higher self, the wisdom that we have within us and our guides, but other beings, other planetary beings, other dimensions as well. So let's talk a little bit about this, how we open the channel and, and follow the thread of the feeling. First of all, I, I want to point out how good what you just said feels like in my body and, um, invite people who are listening to feel like, yes, like, how does that feel? The idea, the, the knowing that we're capable of channeling that we've got this energy running through us that we can connect to these incredible beautiful beings and different aspects of the all right so it just really like lit me up <sighs> so i like to say that we are always channeling all the time right i am in this moment right now i'm channeling some aspects of me I am animating my physical body through channeling my spirit into this physical moment. I'm channeling. So I'm channeling enough to say I'm Allison, right? And then I can channel even more and I can become my higher self and know that I am God and I am all. And, and in that moment that I'm connecting to this beautiful quantum heart connection field and this knowing, right? So we're always channeling, we're becoming these consciously multidimensional beings. That's why it's such a wild ride because we're not just going up and going like, yes, I'm only in this realm that feels so good. We're going through it. We're like, okay, I'm consciously human. I'm gonna operate in the human realm. Okay, I'm gonna consciously be this badass God, like amazingness up here you know, up here, down here, whatever. And we're channeling those aspects, right? 
So we're always channeling all the time. And when people say, I think I've channeled, I say, yes, you have. Absolutely you have. Because that's part of that trust, right? It's building that trust. And we can feel, we know there is a knowing, even if our mind questions it within a split second, we know when we've connected to something that beyond our mind, right? So our mind is usually running the show and running a program. And when we can, just like I was describing with the beginning of my awakening, I broke that mental matrix for a moment and everything started flooding in. And that's when I started spontaneously channeling. So the goal of consciously channeling and connecting to these other frequencies and beings is to give that mental matrix a breather, just a break, just a moment. All we need is that tiny little like whale spout to open just a, just a brief moment. And we're going to, you know, because when we are in this physical presence, we are in a time-based reality. And when we break that mental matrix, then we're all is now. And so everything's available to us when we just give a brief opening, anything that we want to access is available to us in that brief opening. So with channeling, what we do is we practice opening and then maintaining so that we can create a conversation that's beyond the mind. So the practice of channeling is opening and then maintaining a frequency where that conversation can happen that's beyond the mind. A lot of people I'll just briefly touch on this. A lot of people are afraid of opening that. They're afraid of opening that. They're afraid of um, what's out there that can then get in, right? And what what that points to is a, a slight misunderstanding of what's going on with this whole process. The mental matrix, that astral realm, the house of mirrors that I described, we go through that. And then we get into the quantum realms and in the quantum realms, it's truly only love because nothing is against itself. So there is a deep level of mastery still of navigating those realms, but we are in a place where all is love because nothing is against itself because there is no other, right? So it's sort of, it's a lot to take in. It's very multidimensional, right? If there is no other, how are we connecting with other beings? Well, great question. Feel that for a moment and that might split you open enough to connect, right? So it's a very, um, it's, it's not something that our mind can really fully comprehend, but our mind can observe it. And that's how our mind can assist us with this process. So when I channel, What I do is I bring myself into a place where first I anchor into the ground. I anchor deeply into this earth that just, I am the earth. And so it loves me. And so I feel this sense of, ah, there I am. Here I am in present time awareness. I like to be conscious. It's part of what I teach in channeling, being conscious through the whole process. I don't lose consciousness. I just enter deeply into no time. So that's about as far gone as I, as I go with my uh, human consciousness, not being with it. Right. So I go into that present moment and I connect with the earth 
And then I open myself and I move beyond the mental matrix and I go as much into present time awareness, present moment, present moment. And I open up that quantum portal so that I can communicate with all these other beautiful beings. Um, and a lot of times I will tell you that uh, we've got this idea that the beings that we're connecting with are um, that almost a lot of times what I hear, what I perceive from other people is I'm connecting to higher frequency beings. I'm connecting to beings who essentially are um, guiding me. They know more than me, right? Things like that. It's really helpful to see it as there is a different perspective from where they are. And actually they are so happy to connect with us because it is a mutual exchange and a mutual learning. Just like we discussed a minute ago where, you know, this, this human experience is really, it's for masters. We're, we're masters, right? And so being able to connect to these multi-frequency beings, these higher, yes, higher frequency beings, they're so excited to connect with us too, because there's so much learning when that connection is made on a conscious level, when we're transmitting information back and forth. Not sure if I caught your question. So <laughs> no, that is so beautiful. Thank you. That is really wonderful. I think everyone is feeling this and actually recognizing how they've channeled in the past, especially through journaling. Um, I find, you know, it's different for everyone, how we get the information. Some can speak it. Um, for me, it comes from journaling. If I've been in despair or situations where I'll ask a question, I will sit down, make that connection and write. And then when I go back and I read, maybe a week later, years later, it just depends, I will know that that information was a higher frequency than I could possibly bring in, in my current state of awareness at that time. So that for me is confirmation. And as you were sharing, it, it reminds me of all the variety of ways that we can channel the artists who paint, or dancers, oh, that actually resonates with my heart right now. You know, if if we're if if you were dancing where no one was in with you and you're by yourself, and there's even I think I heard about dancing blindfolded in a group setting and everyone's blindfolded so nobody can see you. That's very free, and I can just feel that. We're channeling information there too. And then another example is I was making a video of um, a turtle release these little baby turtles that were born and we were releasing them and i was in my old journalistic realm of um in the mind of interviewing people and when i came back to edit this video my mind was really judging myself and the way i did the interview and all of this and that was really hard i forced myself to get through it by coming back into my heart and i just did what i did put told my ego mine to take a seat over here and quit judging myself so harshly and then by the time I added this piece of music at the very end everything came together like magic the scenes matched 
the music perfectly when the scenes changed that it made me just want to cry. So that's what I realized we're channeling in that sense as well. So every time we're in the heart, it's the frequencies that we're bringing through in that moment. And these could be higher frequencies, but would you say that these are also frequencies of ourselves? Yes. Yeah, I'm so happy that that's the question that you uh, went with on that because it brought to mind, uh, if you don't mind, I have my book here and it brought to mind a, uh, a quote from my book and it's all about that. Great. I'm just going to pull this out really quick. And your book is The Era of the True Creator. The Era of the True Creator, yes. And this is... Uh, let's see, this is the oneness through harmonization. And this book, I show it to people who are, it kind of whites out. I have to back up here, but um, the chapter is oneness through harmonization. Oh, I, lo I love speaking of like this beautiful symphony, <laughs> right? How that led into something that I was already really excited to share about. In the beginning of this chapter, it says, our coming together is our symphony and the melding of our individual frequencies is the alchemy of heaven and earth. And in this, in this uh, chapter, I talk about how oneness is not about losing our individuality. It's actually becoming hyper individualized, but it is not the ego self. It's the higher self that we become, that we remember and and transmit and in living in our higher self there is a natural harmonization that happens it's just beyond anything that our mind can comprehend it flows and it is us becoming that higher aspect of ourselves that's um yes our beautiful ego is here to reaffirm the physical reality it's not here to create it is here to anchor us in personality and some of those denser forms that we operate in, in this human paradigm, but the higher aspect of ourselves, the eternal uh, self that is being channeled through this being, when I tune into that, there is harmony everywhere. And that's a really nice thing, almost an anchor point for us to, to sort of look at, okay, is there disharmony in my world? Well, that means I'm probably channeling my ego self because regardless of anything external to me, when I'm channeling my higher self, when I'm channeling the, the isness, the truth of who I am, the heart, there's harmony, regardless of how, what I'm doing is being responded to. We can feel that harmony. We know that harmony. And that's how we exist in heaven on earth, even as we look around us and all the things are burning down and we're like, we're laughing through it all because we're like, I'm in heaven. It's not bypassing. It's not false. It is that deep eternal knowing that what I exist in, my projected reality, it absolutely is heaven because I'm channeling the fullness of me and I'm connecting to that in everything else. Thank you. Yes, that feels so good. And when we feel into harmony, when you were speaking, that feels so good. That is really awesome. 
And when we're in that state and we can remember that, we will shift the outer reality of the collective. Absolutely. I've actually witnessed this happen mm. where we could let the mind, like if you're with a group or a small group and someone starts complaining or getting into the head and, and going mental, <laughs> if we hold the space, we can see it will shift them. And so I think this is where when we reincarnated here, we said, oh yeah, we can do that, no problem. We just need to remember this now. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love this pure harmonization everywhere from these higher realms. So beautiful. We can feel it. There really is, in the face of everything, if we can feel that, it feels so good. And again, it's not a bypass or a cop-out. Mm -mm. It is a vibration that we are bringing forward in this present moment. And yeah. that is the mastery that we are. So I really truly hope this is helpful for everyone in all walks and all situations as we all navigate through these times. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. This, is time. <laughs> this year is very transformational. Yes. It yeah. is. It is. And I, I would love to share that one of the things I have been noticing with when I can recognize that someone has that anchored in, when they are, yes, we go through these processes, but I've been looking around me like, okay, okay. There are people that have been through this part and they really get it. And you know what I notice about those people is they laugh at the craziest things. They laugh at things, you know, that um, they laugh all the time. Right. And I remember years ago, this was probably five or six years ago, maybe more. I channeled when I get to a certain place, I will laugh and I will laugh at everything. And people will probably think that I'm crazy. People will perceive that I'm crazy because I'm laughing at, you know, oh, look at this crazy. You know, I had a friend um, yesterday who was helping me through some of this really intense part and she was sharing some of her story and she, you know, she was telling this story and she said, he's a narcissist. And then she laughed and she, it was the most authentic laugh. And she said, isn't it so funny? Isn't it so funny? And I thought that, that right there shows me that you get the joke, you get the game, you get the game because when it's a game, when we, when we can laugh, when we can know that it's not serious. When we can know that we're not bypassing, we are being so present that we see the illusion and we can be present with that illusion. It's just, it's, it's so, it tickles something inside that makes us laugh. I have another friend, his name is Joy, uh, Joy Bliss Bless, right? I'm going to give him a shout out because he has helped me so much. And he's taught me these different skills like if you, he almost doesn't even verbalize it. I just observe him. I love observing him. He will laugh when something feels odd and his brain goes, huh, I see him for a moment, go into his brain and say, does not, doesn't compute with what I know to be real, what I know to be true from my true authentic self. He just laughs and it's not a laughing at someone. It's not dismissive. It's like, 
it's like a little kid laughing, like, isn't this whole thing absurd? And I am moving into this and I find it so helpful that when there's stress in my body, when there's something tight, when there's something that my mind is going, ah, right. And I'm just swirling down the toilet drain to just laugh at it and to laugh until that laughter feels real. And it is a powerful, powerful transmutive tool. So I wanted to share that with everyone because yeah, these are crazy times. We, we do need to laugh. We need to laugh with them. Yes. Thank you. And the great place for people to start is just to laugh every day and mm. find something that makes you laugh. It really is powerful. And also you were a fitness instructor yes. and so was I, by Yay. the way. And so one thing that just makes me so present and happy is dancing, yes. just getting our playlist together, putting that music on and dancing laughing and dancing singing and toning the world needs a whole much more of this yeah. and i actually saw a vision of everyone the world living authentic 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 i can't we got it we got it <laughs> it was hilarious it was hilarious people were singing and dancing and being free and liberated but they were in the heart and no other hearts were hurt or harmed or judged. It was beautiful. So I hold that vision of new earth. I've seen it. It's wild and fun and crazy, not crazy. It's just fun and harmonious and beautiful. Yes. And there was lightning right there. As ah, confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Yes. And there's the thunder as well. Well, okay. Um, I'm going to have you talk about the course that you offer your membership community where people can learn how to channel with you and be yes. in this presence and even tune into themselves much more deeply yes. before we do that though we would love to witness you channeling so we're going to watch you we're going to just be present with you and you're going to take a few moments here and get yourself into that space and so with that, we'll just let you begin when you're ready. Thank you. Is it okay if there's a moment of pause? Yes. Allison, you're never far away from it, are you? Mm. Thank you. Beautiful beings of planet Earth. What a joy it is to connect with all of you in this moment. As Allison says, in this present time awareness, we love that phrase. Hmm. I will give a disclaimer. I'm channeling the Anunnaki. They are often misunderstood. 
I channel them frequently. They're powerful, beautiful beings. We see you beaming so much love into this human experience. This is the evolution. As you have shared between yourselves, this is the new frequency. This is the present moment. You are transmitting your truth. The love. We are guiding you through this always. And at times this guidance feels like agreeing to your desire to look in unwanted places, to have your mind be welcomed and allowed to look at things that run old programs. You have this free agency. We honor your free agency. And the fear and the illusion that becomes apparent that arises when you look in those directions at times are the very, are the very things that guide you back to home base within the heart, your truth, your essence, your beingness. We are always here to guide you back into your truth, for it is a collective truth. At times, people are afraid of this idea of collective. There is a feeling of losing the self. This makes sense if your anchoring is in the self, if your anchoring is in human self is in, it's so subtle, the difference between the channeling of the fullness, the isness, and the parts of each being that make you feel safe. The safety cannot be anchored in these paradigms that are being left behind. And when we say being left behind, we mean they were only existent in that moment that you were living in them as humans. And in present time awareness, there is all. There is all. You can include past experience in present time awareness because it is all but try not to get too caught up on that now what many humans are mastering in this day is the now 
and feeling the quantum ripple of the now. And as you become more comfortable with that now and the quantum moment of the now, you will be able to access all points along all timelines in all frequencies in all dimensions. But for a human to hold that capacity is immense. We are not asking of you or even guiding you to do that in this time, unless your feeling of now is so deeply held and anchored within the heart. We know that these are tricky times and that you often feel stretched to your limits in becoming all that you are. <laughs> so crazy to feel right now. They're telling me, Allison, don't hold back. Don't hold back the laughter. Don't hold back anything. I'm, I need to stop holding back anything. Thank you for that. You are guiding, you are showing the way. And people can see it. Each of you are well-equipped with many multidimensional beings, your guidance team, who resonate most with your soul frequency so that they feel familiar to you, so that you feel safe in connecting with them and channeling their frequencies into your human experience. Many of you now are connecting with Quan Yin, connecting with Mary, to connect with some of these frequencies such as Anunnaki, such as cosmic frequencies, though they are natural for many of you, don't strive for anything. The guides that are meant for you that match most with your frequency will be with you. They are with you and new ones will come in as your frequency shifts. This is important for us to share with you now because often in a quest to become multidimensional, to become expansive, evolved, there is a reaching and this can cause more of a fracturing than is necessary. It is most important to anchor in the heart and to feel safe, to feel free at this time. Your Resonance can be held within that feeling of I am safe and that safety opens to freedom. It opens to freedom. There's no need to reach. It is that silence and the stillness that makes the quantum movement 
Don't worry that you're not moving fast enough. Don't worry that you're not where you need to be. Don't worry about who you're connecting with. The frequencies that are most attuned to the being that you are and the purpose that you serve will come to you. We are the beings that channel through Allison very frequently. We love this frequency. She is becoming more comfortable with it. We are here with you always and we infinitely and beyond your current comprehension trust you walking your path. Always. You cannot get lost. You can only feel that way from the human perspective, from a time-based perspective. All is in the here and now. We are guiding you through this multidimensional timeline experience. Very, very soon, even within the human perception, you will see massive change. It is going to look scary. It's going to be blissful. But if you're looking with your human eyes, it is going to look scary. Learn to trust. This massive change that we're speaking of is the dissolving of government structures. It is the dissolving of many structures, structures within, structures on the global playing field. Remember where you look, you also go. There are so many of you now who are awakened to this level that you are capable of connecting with each other, finding that strength in each other, feeling that safety in each other, reminding each other of your freedom, your inherent isness, your inherent truth, truths. Don't be afraid to connect with each other, even on this human playing field. These are also part of your guidance team. You are a team here. You are a team here. Be together. Know that all these changes that are happening in the human playing field are being guided like clockwork beyond the mental comprehension. But if you can just see a fraction beyond the mental comprehension, you will see the inherent beauty in the breakdown and you will be able to perceive what is being built, what is growing from that exact moment of breakdown coming up through as it's being broken down, watching the emergence. It is a powerful, powerful ability to watch the emergence, to train yourselves to watch the emergence. You are bright, you are beloved, you are whole, you are 100% fully healed in this moment now. You are absolute ecstatic beings. You are of the highest frequency.
Thanks, Laura. And I'm going to just kind of recalibrate myself. Feel free to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our vibrations are lifted and we're really feeling into the beautiful message of the light that we are. What a beautiful message. We can feel the quantum ripple of the now. And we are ready for the great change. Thank you. Oh, I love you so much. I have to express how much I love you when I come through that. Thank you. Thank you for being in this space with me. Oh, really lovely. Lovely to see you channel. And the wisdom of the information just resonates so deeply. Mm. And it's very, very comforting. Very comforting. And that's, that's an important part of this. this. There's a great comfort here in these higher frequencies. And we are truly lifting ourselves up. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of dancing, like now I want to dance. <laughs> now I feel so good. There's so much joy in, in these frequencies. And I, I would love to express... Um, Channeling the Anunnaki feels very, very different. It is a frequency that um, it's so strong. It's so powerful. It's so, uh, I guess if I wanted to describe it, it's kind of got that almost more of a masculine feel. And um, it's it's just beautiful. And I really, really uh, feel good. I really feel good. So. That was unexpected, so thank you. <laughs> Luscious. We feel really good as well. And we thank the energy for being transmitted to all of us. Thank you. Uh, and so you teach. You teach how we too can awaken this channeling skill within us or become more conscious of it because we're doing it whether we know it or not. Yes. And tell us about your true community membership. The special offer is right here on this webpage. Yes. And it's, it's a personal session with you or just the membership for a month. It's great. Yes, yes. So the true creator. Okay, I can tell I need to. Here, let me do this. I'll hold this. So the true creator community is a space. It's a community because community is just been coming through, coming through for, you know, over a year for me, like community, community. Um, and it is a space where we connect. There is an entire course in there, um, you know, self-paced videos where I go through everything from um, how to open the basics of your intuition, the basics of meditation, all the way from there through how to channel for yourself, how to channel for others, what do boundaries look like, um, you know, the power of being empathic. So, so, so many tools. That's all part of the video course that's accessible. The whole thing is accessible to you immediately as soon as you sign up and the whole time that you're within the community. And then the community itself, we have several group calls each week. Um, so I offer a live uh, call. It's a Q&A once a week. It's sort of like Facebook Live. It's within this private community. It's not on Facebook. Um, it's this really snuggly, like 
I love this space. Everybody there can be their full, authentic weirdo self, right? And so, um, you know, and there's just this beautiful space for that. Um, and then we have channeling practice twice a week uh, with trained facilitators. So I work with different people who teach channeling within this community. And then we have a community call once a week with my beautiful friend, Helia, um, also one of the coaches within the community. So when you go into this community, you receive so much support. It's kind of insane. Um, and everybody there is able to practice channeling. We practice channeling for each other. We practice it. So there's layers and, um, you know, the ability to sort of, a lot of people are very, they want to keep it within themselves and there's space for that. And then there are, you know, I, I do like to sort of push so that we're then sharing what we're channeling with each other because it helps to build that self-trust, right? So within the community, this is, uh, this is all that you receive and it's a membership community. So you can stay as long as you want or as short as you want and come back and leave and come back. It is so much freedom within that. Um, it's really a space of absolute support while you step into conscious mastery so that you can be that in the world uh, and start with this beautiful space and have these beautiful people around you who can support you in that. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, there, the, the link again is right here on this webpage or in the description box of this video and um, a personal session with you. Tell us what that's like. Yes. So this is something that I, I want to uh, share with you. I'm actually doing far fewer of these. One of the visions that I had early on in my awakening was that I would be um, speaking in front of thousands of people. And so as I make that transition, I'm doing far fewer one-on-one -on -one sessions. So I want to share with you that if a one-on-one -on -one session is calling to you, um, normally these are very, very uh, rare, right? <laughs> um, so having this as an offering, um, if it is calling to you, now is your chance to, to really step into that and say yes to it. And in a one-on-one -on -one session with me, um, you're welcome to ask questions and we dive into this infinite field and I act as a conduit for all of these, the all that is that's ready to communicate. Um, the most frequently asked questions during these one-on-one -on -one channeling sessions are, you know, anything from what do I do in my relationship right now? Oh, there's my cat. <laughs> this is Isis. Hi, Isis. Come here. <laughs> In these one-on-one -on -one sessions, um, you know, we dive into anything from what's my life purpose, what is my starseed lineage, where am I from, uh, what do I do now, where do I live, um, you know, really specific questions. And then I also have people who show up to these sessions and they are just open. They're like, what needs to be communicated to me now? And that's, you know, when I can channel that sort of open frequency, I just tune in and there it flows, right? Very, uh, it's much less 
uh, I do want to put this sort of disclaimer. I'm not a medium, right? So at times I connect with people's loved ones who have passed, but my purpose is really um, a different realm than that. And so uh, I would say if you want a one-on-one session and you're looking to connect with a loved one, um, that's not necessarily something that I do so much as Yes, let's dive into your life purpose. What's the energy that's meant to run through you? What's your starseed lineage? Um, how can we really bring you to your place of mastery? So um, those are the things that we tend to dive into in a one-on-one session. And so with that package, you get a one-on-one session with me and you also get a month in the True Creator community. So that's the, the package deal. Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much for this offering. It is assisting many. You're a great guide and really doing wonderful work to share the wisdom from higher dimensions, higher frequencies with those who have questions for their own lives. And again, helping people connect to this own channel that we already are. Thank you so much for this. Again, the special offer link is right here and you can access that and get signed up right away. Well, thank you so much, Allison, Holly. This has been uplifting. I feel refreshed. Uh, The navigating times that we felt this week has been erased, dissolved because of this conversation. And this is where when we each learn how to be present like this and be in this now moment and to anchor fully in the heart and to bring in the information from the higher frequencies, this is how we help the rest of our collective, help our families and our neighborhoods. So to me, it's the most important thing that we can do. And for that, I'm in gratitude for you. Thank Mm. you. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much, Loren. I, I, this really was an anchor point for me in just a, a roller coaster week. And, um, yeah, I, um, let's all dance after this, right. <laughs> or whatever feels free. Let's go sing. Let's go dance. Let's be these big, beautiful creators that we are. And I would love to see as many of you as feel called in the community and in a session. So thank you so much for letting me be here. I so appreciate it. Oh, thank you. We have loved this and we are flying high. We're going to laugh. We're going to dance. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you everyone for listening and enjoying you have a bright light and we are in honor and gratitude for that light and for you sharing it with the planet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as well. All right, everyone. Thank you and namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart as we raise our own vibration we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, And from my sacred heart to yours, 
I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.